do you have one of those family members or multiple family members who just don't understand your veganism? If so, this episode is for you. Today I'll be joined by my partner Tim, and together we'll talk about why your family might struggle to understand your veganism and how you can deal with it. In this episode, we'll talk about a few things. First, we'll discuss why going vegan is a change for you and your family as well. Second, we'll talk about approaches to get your family to understand and accept your veganism. Third, we'll talk about how to deal with family members that don't understand and will never understand you being vegan. Speaking from my experience, dealing with non-vegan friends and family is the hardest part about being vegan. Tim and I did talk about dealing with non-vegan friends in an earlier episode, so do check that out if you're interested. Hey, and welcome to the Friendly Veg podcast, where we explore the social side of being vegan. In each episode, we'll dive into personal experiences and perspectives on the benefits and challenges of being vegan in today's society. Join us as we cover the emotional, cultural, and social aspects of the vegan lifestyle and how it intersects with daily living. I'm your host, Serena, and I've been vegan for 11 years. I've been vegan as a student, now as a working professional, and in multiple countries. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm excited because we're joined today by my partner, Tim. Hi, everyone. Great to be here again on the Friendly Veg podcast. As a quick rundown, I've been vegan for about five years, vegetarian for two before that. And yeah, meat eater before that and when I met Serena. So yeah, happy to be here to share my experiences going vegan. And Tim has a really interesting experience about being vegan and dealing with family. Mm -hmm. Like you having a half Asian family, uh, there's a lot of meat and food is a big part of the culture there. So yeah. Before we get into talking about veganism and family, I would really appreciate if you could leave a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on YouTube. Or if you're not listening on any of those platforms, feel free to take a screenshot of your podcast player, post it on your Instagram story, and tag me at friendlyveg underscore. I'm so curious to see who is listening. Aren't you, Tim? And I think, yeah, we'd both appreciate knowing if you're listening, so let us know. Finally, I know a lot of you are worried about getting enough protein on a vegan diet. I totally relate. I've been getting back into the gym lately with Tim, and we're both kind of trying to build muscle, which requires protein. That's why I've put together a free high-protein ebook featuring recipes that all use tofu because tofu is my all-time favorite protein source. You can get the ebook for free on my website, which is friendlyveg.com. Okay, Tim, so today I want to start off with talking about why going vegan is a change for you and a change for your family. I think what a lot of people might not realize when they first go vegan is that when you go vegan, simply put, that affects your family. If you're suddenly not going to eat the foods that they eat, then that presents a challenge. Yeah, I 100% agree. You know, when you're with family and eating, whether Western or, you know, Asian culture, Going out for meals is a big part of celebratory events or, you know, milestones. And so suddenly your family members having to think about a place that, you know, also serves vegan food for you. That can be difficult for them. And also when you eat at home, maybe your family members are not used to cooking vegan dishes and they're used to butter and things like that. So it can be mm-hmm. hard on them to think about having to change their ways too. Yeah, I think... An important thing to realize is that our family members are people too. They're just like Mm -hmm. us. Definitely when I first went vegetarian and vegan, I was still in high school. So I had this perspective that my parents are not people, they're parents. That is the function that they serve in society, which is clearly not true. And now that I'm older, I realize how difficult it was for my dad in particular when I went vegan. And I remember him saying to me, actually, when I went vegetarian, he said, Serena, you're vegetarian, you're going to cook for yourself now. 
-hmm. And I don't think it was him being cruel. I think it was him just not knowing how to cook for me. I didn't realize how hard I was making it for him when I first went vegetarian and then vegan. Definitely. And I'll add to that as well. And it's not just, I would say it's not just the, one is the convenience aspect of, of, you know, them finding things that work for you, but also with family, it's the concern of health, right? And whether you're getting your right nutrients and whatever, whatever, I think the family gets more concerned that you're, you know, you're eating healthy or, you know, mm-hmm. getting all the things you need. And that's a big part of going vegan too, is they don't know how to feed you the, the same way to get you know, for them to think that they're feeding you the right nutrients. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, I think when family members maybe get upset when their child or another family member goes vegan, it's not because they hate the idea of veganism, right? It's that mm-hmm. they're scared. Yeah, they're not they're sure exactly what to do. themselves are worried and it comes from yeah. a place of love, probably, of, of making sure that you're satisfied and you're, yeah. you're not hungry and everything. I think that's a big worry for a lot of parents. Mm. Especially as, you know, as you go off as a young adult and live on your own. That's a really good point. I really didn't think about it that way, that their family member is concerned about health. I mean, of course, it comes from a place of love because our family wants us to be healthy and happy, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and our parents or that generation is the one that are, you know, have been taught to think, you know, milk for strong bones and meat for protein. And sure, maybe there's some truth in those, but it's like that's not the only way to get those things nowadays, though. They just don't know and if we can educate them that's always it's positive mm-hmm. definitely leading by positive example yes. is very beneficial and i think one other thing to consider is that depending on your family's income it might not actually be feasible for them mm-hmm. to buy extra food for you or know where to get it that's something that certain families will struggle with so especially if you go vegan and you're still in high school and you live at home and Maybe the foods that you're asking your family to buy are packaged foods that tend to be quite expensive. That can put a lot of stress on your parents or whoever is providing financially for your family. I'd also add that as the demand has increased for you know plant-based and vegan foods, they are a lot more easier to find and accessible in your everyday grocery store. I remember you know maybe five, ten years, five to ten years ago, all these foods were the specialty grocery store, the specialty health food store. And those usually prices are more expensive, but now it's it, it's increasingly becoming more accessible. A lot of your regular supermarkets now have their own, you know, plant-based foods and cheese lines and everything that are a bit more affordable. Yeah, definitely these specialty vegan foods, they're still expensive, but slowly becoming more affordable. Like I think Hellman's vegan mayonnaise is almost the same price as the mm-hmm. regular mayonnaise, which is pretty cool. Exactly. And I'd say, and this is also, this helps those family members who are looking to cook vegan for you they don't they can keep shopping at the same store Mm -hmm. and still pick up those you know plant-based products rather than saying i don't know where to get these things for my kid or whatever i also think that with family it can be even more difficult um, because sometimes there's cultural or religious reasons that get involved you know especially with kind of east asian uh, you know in our experience you know meat is kind of a big part of the dishes and eating is a very communal kind of familial gathering and eating food certain dishes are kind of representative of celebration and so as a vegan choosing not to eat certain dishes could be seen as disrespectful in certain cultures and so that's also a challenge to navigate and even for your family members to understand why even just one bite is not okay so Mm -hmm. to speak yeah I think that's a really good point. It's not just that refusing certain foods can be disrespectful. Mm. In Chinese culture, 
you eat certain foods because they're lucky mm -hmm. if you refuse that food you're doing something that's very unlucky and that can be you know scary for your family members who really follow that culture to a t and, and then there's a big you know a respect is a big part of it and and as you said sometime earlier i think maybe your grandparents don't fully understand what veganism is and so if they offer you food you know usually you would say yes but mm -hmm. now you kind of to find a way to politely say no and explain to them it's because it has meat or dairy or something like that. This happens a lot to me at dim sum. In particular, my grandparents will order some sort of dessert that they think is vegan, but oftentimes what they order actually will have egg. And I've said to people that when it comes to Chinese cuisine, if it's vegetarian, it's most likely vegan, with the exception of some dishes that overtly contain egg, and a lot of desserts contain egg. So I often find myself in these situations where my grandparents have bought food specifically for me, thinking it's vegan, but it's not vegan. And honestly, in those situations, I sometimes will just have a small bite just to show them that respect that I think they deserve as my grandparents who are mm. treating me to a meal. And it is hard sometimes because I feel that bit of guilt at being like, oh, I shouldn't be eating this. Oh, I should be rejecting it. But my desire to be respectful for my grandparents is just so strong. Mm, it's harder with this older generation as well. Mm -hmm. mm. I would say that going for dim sum with my grandparents is one way that I've been able to get them to mostly accept my veganism. I think one approach you could take or you could see yourself taking as a new vegan would be to say, I will not go to non-vegan restaurants with my family. That's bad. Non-vegan restaurants equals bad. I really don't take that approach. I try to still do all of the cultural traditions with my grandparents as much as I can. And if that means going to dim sum with them and I only eat two dishes and they have like seven dishes that contain meat that I just don't touch, that's completely okay. I would say that my approach to getting my family to accept my veganism has just been like to lay back and be chill. Let them eat their meat and hope that they will let me eat my vegan food. What's your approach been, Tim? I think that's a similar approach. I think me going vegetarian at first, you know, I think family was the last kind of the last part of me going vegetarian I was vegetarian with you and friends and you know asking to change what we ate at home was just the hardest last part of that so I was able to get to that point where I said you know I'd like to have at least some vegetarian vegan dishes that I can eat my family were more understanding you know there was a bit of explaining you know the reasons why I wanted to go this route and you know why I was doing it but I, I was fortunate I think they were quite open-minded about it yeah, I think your family is actually really great sure. about making vegan dishes mm -hmm. and and also now when we go out for meals uh, you know I think my they're also very accommodating I guess I could say in terms of where we eat I would mm -hmm. say sometimes that that it becomes a struggle in where we want to eat and it becomes a bigger deal than maybe it needs to be and sometimes I'm just like I'll find something to eat wherever but I think it also I mean in Hong Kong where I'm from some restaurants really don't have any options so one way that I've found helps in getting my family to accept my veganism and I think you do this too is being extremely grateful for anything that they give you that is vegan so for example I hope I've done a good job of this when I've gone for dinner with your family at home for example and maybe there are three dishes that are vegan I try to say wow this tastes so good oh my gosh I love this thank you so much and I try to really use positive reinforcement to sort of show them hey if you make vegan food for me I'm very very happy mm. that's working under the assumption that our family they want me to be happy so if I can show them how happy eating vegan food makes me feel 
then hopefully they're going to do that more and have that positive association with veganism. Mm -hmm. I've always approached veganism with my friends and, you know, I would use the same with my family as, you know, not to judge them for still wanting to eat meat. Recognize that it's your own personal choice. And if you think it's difficult, you're just because you're the one that's making it difficult Mm -hmm. for yourself. And, you know, understand that, you know, they, they don't, you know, you can't expect them to change right away. You got to be patient. You got to maybe buy your own foods or cook some of your own foods at first because they don't know. And also, I would say you have to be okay with the constant questioning that may come with it and explaining yourself. But I think that's all part of this. It's all all part of the journey of, you know, being vegan in this world. And I think ultimately, yeah, I think it's important to show your family and close friends that veganism doesn't need to be as big a deal as it needs to, as it can be, or people think it is. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you can kind of easily integrate into your life as long as you have a bit of hard skin on the outside. Yeah, exactly. Being vegan does require having a bit of a thick skin. I think overall, if you want to get your family to accept your veganism, just be chill. Don't criticize your family for eating meat in front of you. Let them do their thing. Mm -hmm. At the same time, try to maintain as many of those cultural traditions you might have with your family. You might not be able to eat the exact same food as them, but you can still spend time with them. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, when we have meals with family, a lot of it is just spending time together, even if you're not eating the exact same foods. But I would say another way that you can get your family to accept your veganism is veganizing their favorite dishes. This is something I love to do. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's great too. It's showing them things that you can cook. You you let them try it and then like, oh, they actually think this tastes good or it tastes similar to what you made before. And I would say that's one of the best ways of showing people that veganism or vegan food is just as can be just as good as Mm -hmm. regular food. And I would say to quote my favorite vegan. Other than you, of course, Tim, you're my favorite vegan. (laughs) I would quote Colleen Patrick Boudreau, who always has said, if it tastes good, they'll eat it. I think that really applies. Who cares if the food is vegan or not? If it tastes good, people are going to eat it. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So despite our efforts, there might be some family members that will never accept you being vegan, or there might be some family members that themselves will always eat meat in front of you. Yeah, and I think you'll also be surprised at how quickly, you know, family and close friends will be accepting of your veganism and even kind of join you in eating a vegan diet. I would say that if anything, family members, my family members have been more supportive than I could have imagined. I do have some family members who used to question why I was vegan constantly whenever I would see them, but I've been vegan for 11 years now. They don't ask those questions anymore. If you have family members who don't fully understand your veganism, you just have to deal with it. You can't please everybody. People are going to do what they're going to do. And the best you can hope for is that they'll just let you be vegan and not ask you questions about it. And to Tim's point earlier, some family members might even join you in your veganism. For example, my parents are primarily plant-based now, which is incredible. I never expected them to go plant-based in the first place. To wrap up, I would say that it's important to acknowledge that when you go vegan, it's not just a change for you, it's a change for your family. And there are approaches that you can take to get your family to accept your veganism. And I would summarize those approaches by saying, just be chill. Let your family do their thing and hope that they let you do your vegan thing. Finally, you might have some family members who won't accept your veganism and that's just life. You can't please everybody. 
but you'll also have those that do join you and be grateful for them. Overall, what I've learned throughout my years of being vegan is that having vegan friends and family, it helps so much. That's why I've created the Friendly Vegans and Friends Discord server. You can join it by clicking the link in the show notes or by finding the link on my website, which is friendlyveg.com. So that's it for this episode. Thanks so much, Tim, for joining me. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye, everyone.